You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape, podcast episode number 235. In this episode, how to stay motivated, the workouts you should be doing right now, and how to stop making the same nutrition mistakes. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape-up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. Now, just a little refresher here from last week. Did you actually sit down and write your why for working out? It's important because we're going to talk more about that today. But what about your program? Did you actually sit down and think about some of the different cycles you want to take your routines through for the next couple of months? Well, you definitely have to do a little bit of planning, so hopefully you put some thought into that one. If not, I'm going to tell you what you should be doing right now for your workouts. And what about your diet? Did you make any little changes at all? Well, hopefully you did, and well, if not, we're going to go through some things that you can do today as well. So let's just jump right on into the motivation section. So we're talking about knowing why you're training, that why for whether it's nutrition or eating or whatever, why you're doing something so that you have more motivation to do it. Now, digging a little bit deeper into that subject about knowing your why and your motivation for training, we're going to talk about some of the different problems that tend to kind of zap that motivation and, and kind of creep up on you and just take that motivation right out from underneath you. Now, first, let's think about why a lack of motivation is such a huge problem for so many people. It always comes up as the number one item that people need help with when I do surveys. And you know how I love my surveys. And yet you would think that if people really want to get in shape, that motivation shouldn't be an issue. And it's not just for getting in shape, but it's other things that go on in your life. You know, sometimes you may replace the word motivation with procrastination because a lot of times we're not motivated to do something that we don't want to do. And you can even think of your exercise as being procrastinated if you blow off a workout. So just like anything else that we need to do in life, if we understand why it's important to do it, we're more likely to do it. Just like you know that you want to brush your teeth because you don't want them to fall out. It might not be that you have this burning desire to brush your teeth, but you know the consequences and you know your why for doing it. So you do it, you're consistent at it, you're committed to it. So it's the same thing with exercise. Now, when you actually say, I'm not motivated, it could mean a couple of different things. Does it mean this really isn't very important to me, so I don't want to do it, and that's why you're not motivated? Or does it mean I have no idea how to even begin to do this thing, and that's why you're not motivated? Now, you know, both of those interpretations can cause you just to take no action at all, and that doesn't get you anywhere. But those two same reasons are really easy to overcome. So think about each time you've said, I don't feel motivated, or I lost 
motivation? Were you really saying that, yeah, it's not as important to me as I'm saying to everyone? Or did you really have no idea whatsoever how to even begin to do something to get the outcome you want? Well, the first one, if you're not motivated because that activity really isn't important to you, and you might say, oh yes, losing weight is important to me, but deep down inside, maybe it's not. Maybe there's other things that are more important that get in the way of this lesser important activity. No matter what you do, you might always say to yourself, it's important, but you know, sometimes things boil down and, and push comes to shove, you can't really get to everything. Now, it might not be your priority. Your priority might be other things that are more important, but they also might be other things that are not as important. You know, sometimes your priority is to get home and just get into some comfy clothes and watch some TV instead of making your priority stopping by the gym for half an hour and doing a little bit of something. It could also very easily be the fact that you don't like what you're doing. Maybe you're bored with your workout. Maybe you don't like going to the gym. Maybe um, you don't like to go for a walk. Well, then you need to find something else. Because if you find something you enjoy, you're going to be motivated, right? And that's why the great thing with exercise is that it doesn't really matter what you do as long as you're doing something. And of course you want to do it properly and correctly so that you don't injure yourself, but also so you get your benefits. Now, changing up your program is going to keep it more interesting. Taking a, a class where an instructor is telling you what to do can make you a little more disciplined. Playing games when you're on the cardio, like doing intervals. It's another thing to make it a little bit different, a little more exciting, um, or at least something that you look forward to doing. So if you find yourself saying that I'm not really motivated or I lost my motivation, take a look and see, are you really enjoying what you're doing? You know, maybe you need a partner to do it with. Um, maybe you need to go back to that whole why thing. But if you've already got your why and you're still not quite getting it, then you might just need to change what you're doing. Now, the second thing that you might be saying when you say I'm not motivated is a lot easier to fix because if you're not motivated and what you really mean is you do not have any idea how to do this, you don't have any clue how to achieve what this goal is or how to start, then get some help. Whether it's a trainer, a friend, uh, looking things up on the internet, there's always different ways to learn something new. And of course, again, you want to do it correctly, so you don't just want to be haphazard and you know take anybody's advice for anything. You, know, you definitely want to go to a professional, and it's always worth it to invest in a trainer for a couple of sessions to make sure you're doing your exercises correctly or even to make a new program that is specific for you and for your own body and your goals um, and your fitness level. Because it's easy to look online and see different workouts, but that doesn't mean that they're appropriate for you, for your uh, body type, for your maybe past injuries, um, for the exercise level that you're at. Because just because you've been going to the gym for years and years and years doesn't necessarily mean that your body is able to do certain things. And also those years and years and years may not have been very consistent and that makes all the difference in the world. So your time is not necessarily going to make you an experienced exerciser. It's how much time you've done exercising. So sometimes you need to figure that out and it's great to have a trainer to be able to pull that information out of you to say, you know what, you may have been doing this a long time, but you haven't been consistent and you don't know how to do certain exercises. So you really are more classified as a beginner. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has to kind of start somewhere and learn the most important things first.
So when we think about motivation and lack of motivation in these terms, what does it really mean? I'll tell you what it really means. It really means that lack of motivation is really just an excuse. Kind of like when you procrastinate something. There's no reason for it. There's just an excuse. So let's boil it down. You're not always going to be motivated all the time. As a matter of fact, you're never going to be motivated all the time. I mean, there's sometimes you're just going to have to kick yourself in the butt to go. But don't use it as an excuse. Don't rely solely on being motivated in order to take action. You can't find motivation under a rock or anywhere else. You can't get motivation by going to a store. The only way for you to be motivated is to know what you want to accomplish and why. So when you don't feel like getting up in the morning, the reason why you're doing something gives you that extra motivation, that kick in the butt to get you moving. When you want to go all crazy at the dessert buffet, it's your why reason that reminds you what's important to you, which is your health and your body. Now, I've had a lot of questions about how to use this why and mindset to stay motivated. Now, let's kind of go back to what mindset is. Mindset is understanding the way you think and how your thoughts shape your actions. Now, I know it may sound funny, but for a lot of people, it's much easier to work on training and eating than it is their mindset. And that's because their mindset has become much more of a habit than the exercising or the eating. And things that are ingrained in you tend to be harder to change. Of course, that doesn't mean that you can't change them. It just means that you're going to have to do something different or maybe learn a little bit more on how to change. So what we're going to do is kind of a part two for the why. And this is how to go deeper than the surface goal to find what we call your true deep why. Now, you may have a goal or maybe call it a surface goal to get in shape or to lose 10 pounds. And of course, we already kind of know that those are a little bit too vague, but we also know that those are not your true deep why. You don't wake up in the morning saying, I'm going to do this because I want to get in shape because it's too generalized. You know, you really have to look much deeper inside yourself and answer the question, why do I want to achieve this? Why is this important to you? So an example would be, you know, a true deep why would be someone saying, i I want to do this because I want to have a healthy heart to avoid the heart disease that killed my father or mother or whoever. Or I want to be able to keep up with my kids when we go for bike rides. You know, those are really specific, deep whys. And those are the things that are going to get you out of that nice warm bed in the morning to go do what you need to do. I'm going to go over some more examples to kind of help you figure this out, but I want you to really start thinking about that deeper, true meaning of why you want to lose weight, you can fill in the blank, um, exercise, um, eat right, all the different things that you want to accomplish. So some of them might be things such as to feel better, but don't just stop there. You want to feel better why. So you kind of have a why and a why. So I want to do this because I want to feel better, to have more energy, to be happier around my friends, to play more with the kids. You might also want to do maybe my clothes fit better. So why I do this? Well, I do this because I want my clothes to fit better so that I'll feel more confident 
and I won't be stressed out about choosing something to wear. Or another deeper why could be, I don't want to be embarrassed about how I look. I know I should be more confident and I know this is going to help me. You know, you have to get real specific. So uh, let's see, some other ones could be avoiding diseases. I want to avoid diabetes. I know my blood sugar levels are up and down, so I want to avoid diabetes, so I'm going to eat the way I'm supposed to. Or even I want to keep my blood pressure under control, so I'm going to eat better and exercise regularly. Uh, it could be as simple as just I want a better quality of life. I want to have more energy. I want to have more stamina. I want to be able to do more things each day. So list all of the reasons why you want to get in shape. So that way when you are waking up, you say, okay, I'm waking up because I want to get in shape. That's my why. Why do I want to get in shape? List all those reasons. Be as specific as you can. Um, a good example that uh, one of my clients gave me about their deeper why was, I want to feel strong. I want to be able to carry my groceries into the house without puffing, which to them means breathing heavily. And they also added, I want to feel good and I know I need to take care of myself. Now, that might be a little bit long for you to think of every day, which is why you don't think of it. You write it down, you stick it in front of you, and you read it. You read it out loud several times a day. This is how you change the mindset. It's that constant repetition, just like the repetitions on the bike or with the weights. All of it does the conditioning to change, either change your body or change your mind. And yeah, changing your body might be a little bit easier than changing your mind. Now, if you have some trouble getting deeper into this why, then go ahead and you know talk to us on Facebook or Twitter or um, send an email, however you might need help because a lot of times people have very similar questions and you know your question might be the same as someone else's and might help a lot of people uh, besides just yourself and of course you know if you can't figure out these whys then you're probably going to be more apt to lose motivation okay and all, all we want is that little extra kick sometimes to go when we are not really feeling like we want to now if you haven't already done the first why, why are you working out, then you better get started on that. Because as soon as you finish that, you want to do the second why, which is the deeper why. So you're going to have two whys, which really is just a way to help you define more specifically why you're doing what you're doing. Now, if you're totally stumped, you can go to my website, coachkira.com, and we can schedule a power session where we go through your goals and what you want to achieve and your workouts and the whole shebang. So, I mean, if you're really stuck, just go there and contact me and we'll get you right back on track. Now, before we get into training, I will tell you that, yes, I know it still probably sounds a little funny, but um, we're still working on getting everything ready so that everything sounds better. And, you know, I miss my old Soundtrack Pro because that definitely had all the things that I used and could make everything sound perfect with that one. These other programs are good, but not quite the same. So I apologize for that. Anyways, what should you be doing right now? Well, we talked about cycles and how cycles are basically periods of time where you have a certain exercise routine that you follow. 
you allow your body to adapt. Once it adapts, that program is no longer going to be as beneficial, so you change it. And that could be anywhere from two weeks to six weeks, depending on your fitness level. And of course, that's based on your consistency in exercising, not necessarily how many years you've been doing something. And speaking of that, I'm always surprised that um, one of our past surveys had the question of um, how long have you been working on this goal? How long do you expect this goal to take for you to achieve? And many times people will say, well, I expect it to be maybe six months. And then when they get to the question of how long have you been working on this goal, it turns out to be years and years or even forever. So definitely if this is your scenario, you need to stop and realize, hey, if it's been a couple of years and I'm still working on this goal, something's not right. All right. There's some area that is not right. And to be honest with you, most people are not perfect in their training and nutrition, but you don't have to be. They're not horrible either, and they're still not achieving what they want. And a lot of that comes back down to the mindset. So that's your motivation. So take a look again back at the motivation section and make sure you get that done because you can uh, have all the best programs and everything, but if you don't do it and if you're just not changing things, you're not going to change. Now, when we're talking about changing and changing your programs, you know, if you're getting right back into working out more consistently after the holidays, because I know a lot of times people have some inconsistencies and it's understandable, there's a lot of things going on, it's a great time to kind of refocus your workout on these different cycles and maybe even start with a basic cycle for getting back into it. So, you know, for example, if uh, you were to come to me and say, well, I wasn't real consistent during the holidays, but normally I am. You know, I'd say, okay, well, you know what, take the next two weeks or maybe three weeks to do what we call a renewal cycle, kind of renew, revitalize, rejuvenate, whatever you want to call it, but basically kind of get your body going, get everything going back into it. So what I would suggest would be doing um, maybe a three or four cycle, three or four week cycle of workouts that would actually be done three times a week. And this routine would focus on a full body workout plus a little bit of cardio. So the entire routine would take about 45 minutes and definitely no more than 60 minutes for the entire workout, including the cardio. That's right. You shouldn't be staying in there for hours on end. Actually, less is more. So I'm going to lay out some of the specifics for you as far as what exercises you should be doing and all of that good stuff. And of course, you can find this on the um, Fit Girl Guide blog as well, fitgirlguide.blogspot.com. Um, and well, let's just go. You would focus on the full body. So that would mean you would do either squats or leg press. You do a pull down or pull ups if you can do them and some sort of chest press, whether it's dumbbell machine or um, barbell, a rotator cuff exercise, biceps and triceps and calves and abs. So if you're not sure about any of those exercises, you can go to the exercise library. Of course, there's links on it from the Fitness Makeover website, and you'll find some videos there of the different exercises you can do um, and how to do them correctly. Now, after that entire workout, assuming, of course, that you don't take much rest in between sets and that you're stretching also between sets, um, you would do 20 minutes of cardio. So if you're going to lay it all out as far as how you would start to finish, You'd start out with a light warm-up, maybe three to five minutes of cardio, some light stretches. Um, your stretches are going to be a lot more effective when you're doing them in between your exercises. So you definitely want to make sure you do that while you're resting and definitely not resting more than 30 seconds to a minute. 
And of course, you know, you're not just going to sit there, you're going to stretch. So anyways, you're getting some rest while you stretch and you're stretching while you're resting. So it all works out to save you a whole lot of time. So the first three exercises, you would do three sets. So that means your squats or leg press, your pull down, your chest press. Those you would do one set of a warm-up of kind of a, a medium to lightweight. And then two more at what we call the working weight. That's your weight that's going to challenge you for about 10 repetitions. But remember, you're not trying to kill yourself now. You're just trying to get back into it. And there's more on that later. Anyways, you can do these as a superset of two exercises, or you can do just your regular straight sets. And that way you get a little more stretching time in between, either way. Now the next three, you're going to be doing definitely as supersets. And actually the rotator cuff you wouldn't do as a superset, but you could definitely do that with the chest press as a superset. Um, so the biceps and triceps, along with your calves and abs, you would do as a superset, you would do just two exercises of each of those, and kind of going backwards, two exercises of the rotator cuff, about 10 repetitions. And same thing, you're just trying to feel your muscles working, not trying to go your heaviest weight, not trying to do your biggest workout here either. And then of course, after you finish the weights, you would jump on whatever cardio you want for about 20 minutes at just a moderate pace. Now, in case you're wondering why we're not doing any direct shoulder work, even though rotator cuff exercises are related to the shoulder, it's because your shoulder already gets too much wear and tear. And so right now in the beginning, when you're getting back into it, you focus on the rotator cuff, which gives you the shoulder stability. So those type of exercises are going to help you when you get into further training. And it kind of gives you a jump start on keeping your shoulders healthy. Because usually when you're not working out, you're doing funny things with your arms and reaching for things that could kind of put them in danger of getting injured. So when you think about the entire workout, you're doing about 15 sets of exercises along with the five to three to five minute warm up, 20 minutes of cardio. So definitely you're in that 45 minute range for the entire workout. And of course, you know, it'd be even faster if you're doing the supersets. So the goal again, not to kill you, not to spend hours in the gym, but it's to be consistent. It's to get your muscles back into action without straining them or being really sore. So if you're one of those people that like to be sore, don't expect to be, and you probably shouldn't be. It's just got to get you, get you back rolling into it. You know, you're conditioning your muscles for your upcoming cycles. You know, you're definitely not going for your maximum weight during this particular cycle. Now, after you complete this cycle, your next one would focus on more like strength and sculpting or metabolism. Usually we focus on strength and metabolism um, because that's that big boost that you want to you know, keep things rolling. And that would be for the next three to six weeks. And after that, you do a little two week recovery type workouts, kind of take a little easy on yourself because the strength usually goes heavier and that can put more stress on your joints. And then after that one, you would be doing a conditioning or toning type workout. So again, I'm going to lay all this out for you, um, but to kind of go through it sequentially as far as what you would be doing, you can think of it as one phase or one cycle being renewal of about two weeks, two to three weeks, and then the next one being your strength metabolism boost, because they go hand in hand, uh, about three or four weeks, and then you'll have a little recovery, replenish, revive, about two weeks. And then you'll have conditioning toning for three to four weeks. So when you add it all up, it turns into about 12 weeks. I mean, each cycle can 
be anywhere from two to four weeks, depending on, of course, your fitness experience, your level, your workout history. So beginners are going to be on the longer end of that spectrum. You know, if you're a beginner, you're going to probably go four weeks. If you're consistent and have been consistent, then you might do two weeks or maybe three weeks. So it definitely depends on, well, the individual. Now this 12-week cycle is basically what I do with the fitness makeover. Um, it's one of the structures I use for most people for weight loss because it works really, really well. Um, and you get that metabolism boost, you get that ups and downs as far as having something kind of easy, something more challenging, and so it's a really good mix. So if you like gym workouts and you like to be able to print your workout log and go to the gym with it, then you might want to check out Club Fit because the fitness makeover program, that's the 12-week program, and actually Club Fit goes beyond 12 weeks, but you know this is part of that structure and you can actually get that there. So that would be at uh, fitnessmakeover.com forward slash Club Fit. Now in nutrition, it's a new year, but are you making the same mistakes? And often you keep going on the same mistake without even realizing it. So this year, we're talking about making little changes that make a big difference. So the first thing you want to focus on is, your, of course, your metabolism. You want to eat to lose. Eating those smaller meals throughout the day, whether it's three meals and two snacks or just four or five meals, definitely keeps your body nourished and it keeps you with a constant flux of nutrients so your body has a chance to not only regenerate from your workouts but also have the energy to deal with your day-to-day -day activities. And you want your energy to remain high, I should hope, and your brain to be alert. And you'll get that when you have a consistent fueling of food. So it doesn't have to be stuffing yourself each time. It's just a consistent ratio of food going into you. Now, of course, you know, eating the right foods increases the metabolism. Those smaller meals also increase your metabolism. They actually help your body let go of fat and when you starve yourself, we've talked about this before, you are actually holding on to fat. And starving doesn't have to mean that you're hungry. Starving means that your body has not been fed over a certain period of time. So usually four or five hours would be the most you'd want to go without eating something. It doesn't have to be a full meal. It could be just a little bit like an apple or a banana, but something in your body to give it something to use. Otherwise, it's going to be using your muscle or your protein stores for energy and you don't want that. You want it to use fat for energy. You know, it's going to hold on to fat for energy if you don't give it food because it's going to think that it needs that fat. And this is very, very damaging to your metabolism. And that's why so many people have those yo-yo cycles because if they're losing muscle, muscle is your metabolically active tissue and that's the thing that keeps your metabolism going all day long, even when you're just sitting on the couch. You lose muscle, your metabolism slows down. Now, we know muscle weighs more than fat, which means if you lose weight quickly, majority of it will be muscle. If you lose weight more slowly, the majority of it's going to be fat. So that's why we tell you don't get on the scale because you know what? If you are dropping either water weight or muscle weight, that's not good. You don't want to be dropping weight quickly. Even though it sounds great to you on the scale, it's not best for your body and your, and your long-term health and maintaining your weight loss. You know, if you've ever wondered why you or people you know drop weight very quickly and then they regain even more when they stop doing a certain diet, then I'm going to give you the reason. It's because muscle weighs more than fat, but muscle is deemed 
non-essential to your body. Now, we deem it as very essential because we know we need it, but that's not how your body works. Fat is what your body sees as being essential because it's your long-term food source. So in times of famine, your body can use your fat for energy. So it wants to hold on to it because it finds that it's that important. Even if we think the opposite, it doesn't matter. This is the way our body's programmed, all the way back from caveman days when, you know, finding food wasn't so easy. So when food wasn't readily available, they had to use their body fat stores. You know, there weren't any drive throughs or groceries. So the body learned to adapt to inconsistent feeding by holding on to fat in case hunting and finding food was not successful. So our bodies still work that way today, even though things are completely different. So I'll just repeat that real quick, because your body has learned to adapt to inconsistent feeding by holding on to fat. So that's why we talk about eating throughout the day. I mean, that's a pretty strong statement, covers it all right there. Now, when you lose weight quickly, your body reverts to this whole caveman plan, and it dumps the muscle to save itself. So since muscle weighs more than fat, it's going to appear on the scale that you lost weight. And you're going to be happy, but you know what? If it was fast weight loss, you're losing some muscle, probably mostly muscle, and you're lowering your metabolism. And here we go again into that whole diet cycle. And not only that, but it makes it even easier to gain weight when your metabolism is slower. So when, you know, when people say they have a slow metabolism, well, usually they don't. Usually they've just kind of ruined it from, from dieting and not eating. And it's a huge mistake by going on the scale. Now, you're taking your measurements and judging the way your clothes fit are much more accurate indicators of your body fat and your body fat being reduced because body fat takes up more space. So, of course, if you're smaller but weigh the same, that means you've lost fat and maybe maintained your muscle, which would definitely be the goal, if not to gain a little bit. Now, you know, your goal is to change body fat, your body fat ratio and lean muscle. You want to have a little more lean muscle than body fat. And, you know, that's going to be that tone look that you like. Um, that's going to be where your metabolism is fired up and you can pretty much eat what you want because your metabolism is where it should be. And when you accomplish this, I call it uh, fat to muscle ratio, then, you know, that's it. You can eat what you want. Yeah, you don't want to always be eating bad foods, but, you know, you can, you can have what you want and not really pay the price, so to speak. Hopefully by now you can see why losing lean tissue is so counterproductive to any fitness goal, especially weight loss. And you've got to do everything you can to keep and even increase a little bit of that lean tissue. Now, keep in mind that increasing lean muscle doesn't mean bulking up. It's, you know, quite the opposite. Your lean tissue takes up less space than fat, and it's not really hugely visible to the naked eye as far as the amount that you need to have to speed up your metabolism. So you'll actually get your body maybe heavier or the same weight, but much smaller and tighter. So really, who cares what the scale says as long as you look smaller and better and you feel good too. So when it comes to the new year, forget about drastic diets. Don't do just salad only. Don't eat only one meal. Don't have shakes all day long. Um, don't do that. Plan your meals. Have a good three meals, a couple of snacks. Plan to eat every three to six hours, somewhere in between there for your snacks and your meals. And that's going to boost the metabolism. It's going to give you your best shot at keeping your lean muscle and getting a little bit more so that your metabolism gets going where it needs to be, you know, because we all want to get to that point where it is easier to maintain 
your shape and easier to eat what you want. So focusing on that would be your goal for this new year. Make some changes there too. So from this episode, you have a lot of homework to do. You need to find your why. You need to find your true deep why. You need to take a look at some of the different programs and if you're cycling through them. And if not, go to the fitgirlguide.blogspot.com and you can load up the uh, or get the information on the different workouts that I've mentioned here in this episode. And you need to change your thinking about your food and make sure that you're eating on a regular schedule in order to let your body let go of fat. Remember to go to the fitnessmakeover.com website to do the New Year survey. I'll have that up probably for um, another month. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.